Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And we are here primarily for you. We want you to understand what you can do if you choose to do. Because as I always say, everything we do is a choice. Some people don't want to eat a healthy diet. That's their choice. But some people don't realize that food is the most powerful medicine you can consume. There are so many natural phytochemicals, plant chemicals, natural vitamins and minerals that are found in our food that are so important for our health. You know, drugs have been around for maybe the last 100 to 150 years. And now we are almost married to the fact that we think our health is an absence of drugs. We don't need drugs to be healthy. In fact, drugs don't make us healthy. Now, I do have some respect for drugs when used appropriately, but not every day, not for every little minor thing that goes on. Drugs save lives. Drugs have a place in our society. But we take so many drugs and we don't eat a healthy diet. 95% of Americans eat the American diet. Standard American diet spells out S-A-D, SAD, the SAD diet. And it does not provide health. It is too high in carbohydrates and sugar. We have a choice to be healthy. Every day, whatever we eat is our choice. Do we choose a good night's sleep? Do we choose some level of exercise, just moving? And do we choose good, healthy fruits, vegetables, and good quality proteins, and plenty of fats, plenty of fats? All are good for us. So with that, I'm going to talk about some of our featured topics today. And one of our featured topics today is how to get relief from anxiety. This is an anxious world. Take a look at all the things that are happening worldwide and in your community, in your occupation, wherever we are. We have an anxious world. We'll also talk about the dangers of zero-calorie artificial sweeteners. Are they bad for us? How bad are they for us? And then we'll talk about some new research on health issues affecting young adults. Young adults that are now obese, type 2 diabetic, and also diagnosed with colon cancer as young adults. These diseases were once thought that were found only in the elderly. Now they're found in children. And what about the effects of extreme exercise? 
there's a balance to everything we do. There's a balance to the level of exercise. Too little, not good enough. Too much, way too much. And then we'll talk about the herb of the day. Berberine. Spelled B-E-R-B-E-R-I-N-E. Berberine. We have so many things to talk about today. I just don't want to waste any more time talking about what we're going to talk about. So let's just talk about it. Let's see what we can experience here and talk about Americans are really anxious. Anxiety is the most common mental disorder in the United States. Even more common than depression. No wonder that the anti-anxiety drug Xanax is the number one psychiatric drug in America. Almost 50 million prescriptions written annually. And there are many side effects to these drugs. Xanax included. Some of the most common side effects of the drug is drowsiness, dizziness, insomnia, memory problems, poor balance or coordination, slurred speech, trouble concentrating, and irritability. And some of the less common side effects of Xanax, diarrhea, sweating, headache, nausea, blurred vision, and loss of appetite. And one, dr- one study that I ran across on the drug Xanax is that if the drug was used for a period of 184 days, now that could be done consecutively, 184 days, or periodically, until it added up to 184 days. And after 184 days, that period of time, under the use of Xanax, caused enough brain damage that those that took it for 184 days had a 95% increased risk of having Alzheimer's disease. These drugs are dangerous. Now, if you take these drugs prescribed by your physician, that's your business. That's your choice. Not my choice, not my business. But I'm offering you other ideas, other alternatives that can be as effective as Xanax without the side effects which means safe relief, safe relief, no side effects to reduce anxiety. Here's a randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled trial of 62 healthy adults with very high levels of anxiety. Now, they received in the study 
Well, half the people in the study, half got a placebo. So they divide 62 people, half of those 62, 31, got a placebo, a fake pill. They did not know it was a fake pill. And 31 got a prescription for the extract of echinacea. 40 milligrams twice a day. Now everybody, uh, I, I can't say everybody, but most of you, I believe, have heard of echinacea. It's one of the most common prescribed herbal medicines in Europe and around the world for cough and cold. So how does echinacea work for anxiety, to reduce anxiety, if it's prescribed for cold and flu? Well, drugs are one single molecule where plants are hundreds if not thousands of molecules. And some of those molecules are used for a variety of conditions. Echinacea has a compound called polysaccharides. And these polysaccharides reduce cough and cold. But there's also a group of compounds in echinacea that are called alchemides. And the alchemides relax the brain, reduces the anxiety. They affect the cannabinoids in the brain, reducing the excitability of the brain, reducing anxiety. So each participant in this study took a standardized assessment test. It's called the State Trait Anxiety Inventory. This was a way to measure their anxiety level at the beginning, at the end of the study. The results of this study of 62 adults, the average anxiety score declined by almost 20% on just day seven of the trial for the echinacea group versus only a 5% decline for the placebo group. The echinacea group saw almost twice the reduction in stress, stress levels versus the placebo group. And zero adverse effects were, were reported while taking echinacea. This is a echinacea extract for the alchemides that was developed by two neuroscientists in Budapest, Hungary. And they also went on to include that this echinacea is so safe that even children over the age of four could use echinacea that is standardized for the alchemites. And also, it was reported in the study that it improved insomnia. People that have anxiety at nighttime, they can't shut off their mind.
the mind races, thinking about all the things that are troubling them during the daytime. And they regurgitate this news, this worry, over and over again, and they can't fall asleep. And echinacea has been reported to help reduce insomnia, sleep more effectively. But any echinacea won't work. The researchers in Hungary specifically identified a unique echinacea species of echinacea angustifolia, containing the right type and the amount of the compounds called alkamides and at the right dosage to significantly reduce anxiety. These compounds, called alkamides, bind to receptors, they're called cannabinoid receptors in the brain, that regulate anxiety. Very safe and effective. No side effects, no adverse events reported in multiple clinical trials. Children can take this. Animals can take this. Very effective. And the results can be noticed in one day of use. First day of use. The dosage is 40 to 80 milligrams daily like 20 to 40 milligrams twice a day. And the last dosage of the day can be taken close to bedtime to reduce the anxiety during nighttime. Very effective for helping you sleep and reduce anxiety. And when, when you have no side effects, that is quite a big bonus. I know a lot of people think they're doing themselves by taking a zero-calorie artificial sweetener. Like say, hey, I don't use sugar. I use an artificial sweetener. I'm not getting any calories. But now we know there are dangers to that use of zero-calorie artificial sweeteners. Why? Well, this was a brand new study on urethritol that causes blood clots. This whole new study on the artificial sweetener urethritol is linked to blood clots and increased risk of heart attacks and stroke. And you think you're doing something good. This compound is a sugar alcohol with 70% of the sweetness of table sugar. But it causes a severe side effect linking its use to blood clots and increased risk of heart attacks and stroke. And you think you're doing something healthy by avoiding sugar. And that's great. I want you to avoid sugar. 
but don't replace it with something that's worse. And this artificial sweetener is much, much worse than sugar. It is naturally occurring at low, low levels in fruits. So that's why they think it's good for us. But now remember, this is natural when you find it in fruit. But a synthetic version is manufactured for use at high levels in processed foods and drinks. Erythritol is extremely popular in foods marketed to those with diabetes. Because it doesn't spike blood sugar levels, it doesn't have a bad aftertaste. Researchers collected blood samples and health data from approximately 4,000 people looking at this synthetic artificial sweetener and that they were associated with an increased risk of heart attack, strokes, or death in just the next three years. We have to be very careful what we put into our body. You know, we have choices. That's all it comes down to. You make your best choice. Those with the highest levels of urethanol had double the risk of heart attack or stroke versus people with the lowest levels, still an increased risk equivalent to the strongest heart disease risk factors, such as diabetes. Be careful what you put into your body. We make our diseases. We create our diseases. We increase the risk of diseases. Now here's some new research on health issues affecting young adults. This is really sad. Obesity, diabetes, colon cancer are becoming common in young adults. Increasing rates of obesity and diabetes. This report on 13,000 young adults ages 20 to 44, collected from 2009 to 2020. And the prevalence of obesity increased from 32.7% to an incredible 40.9%. More Americans are now overweight more than ever. Overweight and even obese, 73.6% are obese. Then are at a normal weight. You can go back 50 years. And you probably have seen pictures of those people on the beach in the 1970s. No suntan lotion. No sunglasses. Slim people. Nobody over, overweight on the beach. What happened in 50 years? Drugs and, and very low-quality food that are processed, ultra-processed, and prepackaged foods, fast food restaurants. They all have popped up in the last 50 years. 
And because of this, these young adults also found was a significant increase in the risk of heart disease, heart attacks, stroke, and heart failure. And researchers noted that the increase of diet-related causes, that's what causes obesity, heart disease, colon cancer. Diet-related causes. Experts have found that we can change the diet and lower our risk of heart disease, heart attacks, stroke, and heart failure. The number one cause of death worldwide, heart disease. And all this is caused by an increased consumption of ultra-processed foods with chemicals, preservatives, and high sodium. In a separate 17-year study looking at the incident of diabetes in kids ages 10 to 19. 10 to 19 years of age. From 2002 to 2018, the rates of type 2 diabetes increased by 5.3% per year. Not just once, not just increased by 5.3%, but 5.3% per year. And also in the news, this is more, I guess, just too sad to believe. More young people are now now dying with colon cancer. New data finds that diagnosis of advanced stage colon cancer in people under the age of 55 has doubled since 1995, from 11% to 20%. Now, if we stay on the same diet and the same style lifestyle, what are we going to be in the next 30 to 50 years? They have predicted that with by the by the year 2050, all Americans, all Americans will be obese. This report follows data published last year, reporting a 133% increase in rectal cancer for people in their 20s, and a 97% increase for people in their 30s. So what is contributing to this increase of colon cancer, diabetes? The increased risk is based on the increased intake of ultra-processed foods. Not fresh vegetables, not fresh fruits, not good proteins, not good fats, but ultra-processed, prepackaged foods, fast food restaurants. A 2022 study reports that men who ate the most ultra-processed foods had a 29% increased rate 
of colon cancer versus men who ate the least amount. And young people never would think that the rate of colon cancer has increased significantly, so they tend to ignore colon cancer symptoms. They don't think it would be possible that they could be at a higher risk. Now, there are ways, based on research by Dr. Ajay Goyle from the City of Hope Comprehensive Cancer Center. Studies by Dr. Ajay Goyle tested two natural substances, endographus and melatonin, separately and in combination. They did animal studies with human tumors grafted to the animals and tested andrographis. And they did the same for melatonin, each in a separate study. And then together, andrographis and melatonin as a combination against colon cancer cells. Now, both reduce colon cancer separately, by themselves. Both reduce colon cancer. But the combination of using andrographis and melatonin reduced colon cancer, and the combination reduced tumor size animal model of colon cancer by almost 90%. The same studies that were conducted with andrographis and melatonin were then conducted with three separate chemotherapeutic drugs on the animals. Same, same study. And the cancer drugs could not reduce the tumor size no more than 10%. And andrographis and melatonin reduced the tumor size by 90%. There are so many natural compounds that have a greater effect on reducing colon cancer and no side effects. The, the side effects are very, very rare and very minor. I have never seen a side effect based on anyone using antigraphis. Melatonin has to be regulated to give the best results depending on the individual. But antigraphis, about 400 milligrams, standardized at 20% antigraphalides, and five milligrams of melatonin, reduced tumor size by 90%, 9-0. I have to pause here, my friends. We're gonna come back here with a few com commercials, and then I'll be right back on Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Naturally. Welcome back, my friends. This is Terry Naturally. Back here on Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here until the top of the hour. We have a lot more information for you. I hope this information is good for you. Maybe this is opening up somebody's eyes to understand that we are killing ourselves with the American diet. We're causing more disease, more cancer. And the treatment today for cancer is very, very ineffective. 
there are spending hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in treatment to get a six month of life. When these natural components can provide more benefits. Dr. Ajay Goyal, in some of his research, he is not a medical doctor, so he does not treat cancer. He researches what can be used to treat cancer and minimize the side effects. So he has studied many herbal extracts to determine which is more effective for reducing cancer. The oncologist at City of Hope Cancer Center, when their cancer patients are stage four and they only have a few months to live, they allow Dr. A.J. Goyle to prescribe such things as andrographis and melatonin, curcumin and andrographis, grapeseed and, and, and andrographis. All these natural herbal extracts, natural medicines, in patients that were stage four with only a few months to live, were able to live three, four years longer. And when they were prescribed medication, they reduced their survival rate. So natural medicines, and if your doctor won't let you use natural medicines, and only what is prescribed as chemotherapy, the research Dr. Ajay Goyle has accumulated shows that taking a natural substance with chemotherapy does not cause any concerns. In fact, it increases the value of the chemotherapy that less can be used to get more effectiveness and it reduces the toxicity, liver toxicity, brain toxicity, significantly. So natural substances are now routinely prescribed by many oncologists along with their chemotherapy and allowing their patients to use it. So this is really very valuable for anybody going through cancer. Now exercise. You know, I always preach exercise. I exercise every week. So exercise, I think, is part of a good lifestyle. We need to move, walk, swim, bike. I'd like to do some weightlifting, some kettlebell exercises, kettlebell swings, kettlebell squats, kettlebell deadlifts, and kettlebell carries. These are all good forms of exercise that strengthens our body, strengthens our bones, our bones only get stronger under weight-bearing exercises. So this is very, very effective. But is more exercise better? Well, exercise is good for your heart. And they have found now from a new study, extreme exercise, extreme exercise is not good for your heart. Marathons is a sport, not healthy. You know, boxing, 
could be used as an exercise. But you don't want to get in the ring with a professional. It would be dangerous. And extreme exercise is dangerous. So if you run a marathon, that doesn't make you healthier. And a new study that was just presented at the American College of Cardiology annual conference reports that lifelong endurance athletes consistently have higher risk of artery-clogging plaque buildup. This study builds on previous research reporting that chronic extreme exercise generates high amounts of damaging free radicals and puts so much stress on the heart that scar tissue forms on the heart. The worst choice for exercise levels. The worst choice. Yeah, we can make bad choices. And that is no exercise at all. That's a bad ex- that's a bad choice. You have to do something. And the best choice and the about the the best amount of time is about three hours of exercise a week. Maybe 30 minutes a day. A nice walk. Swimming, biking, kettlebell swings. And there are no real benefits for the heart in exercising more than this three hours a week. Three hours a week is tops in your level of exercise. Marathons are not made for everyone and should not be run by everyone. It's truly a sport, not a level of healthy exercise. Now, here's one of the herbs that I think everybody should investigate. It has tremendous impact on your health. And that is the herb berberine. B-E-R. B-E-R-I-N-E. Berberine. It's a medicinal compound found in barberry, Oregon grape, and golden seal. It is an intense yellow colored powder. And it's best known for treating metabolic syndrome. It lowers blood sugar in patients with type 2 diabetes. Fasting blood sugar is down 26%. A1C levels are down 18%. It provides 18% reduction in triglycerides. Effectively lowers blood pressure. and more recently studied for its effect against cancer. And it reduces lung cancer cell replication by up to 30%. And decrease the activity of proteins that stimulate the spreading of cancer by 50%. 
In a previous study, berberine reduced lung cancer tumor size by 74% in an animal model of non-small cell lung cancer. Berberine is a very, very powerful medicinal herb. Now, if you have any of these concerns, if you have a high blood sugar level, if you have a high A1C level, if you have a high level of triglycerides, don't worry about cholesterol. Worry about triglycerides. They're a fat that's made from carbohydrates and sugar. It has more damaging effects on your heart than cholesterol does. Cholesterol is our friend. We need it every day. It's healthy. Triglycerides are not healthy. And if we took berberine every day and increased the quality of our diet by lowering the level of sugar and carbohydrates, maybe adopt the ketogenic diet or the paleo diet or the Mediterranean diet. All three are substantially more effective, healthier, and a better form of medicine than the standard American diet. The standard American diet is unhealthy, unhealthy, unhealthy. And then top that off with a few tablespoons of olive oil. Olive oil does exactly the same as berberine. It's made for treating metabolic, metabolic syndrome. Lowers blood sugar. Lowers triglycerides. Lowers A1C levels. And decreases heart disease, cancer. Lowers blood pressure, blood sugar. Now that's the way to get healthy. Not staying on the same American diet, junk diet, and then adding more drugs to compensate for what you should be doing with a healthy diet. So how do you use berberine? Well, the standard dosage by clinical studies, 500 milligrams three times daily. But the fact is, there are some challenges with berberine. Very limited absorption. Poor bioavailability. Poor blood solubility. And then for enhanced effects, rather than 1,500 milligrams, because the standard dosage was 500 milligrams three times daily, that's 1,500 milligrams. But it's not how much you take that provides the benefits. It's how much you absorb systemically into the bloodstream to circulate through the body to provide all the benefits of berberine. Absorption, absorption, absorption is what makes a substance, any substance, effective. So for an enhanced effect, look for a berberine, about 250 milligrams, not 500 milligrams, not 1,500 milligrams, just 250 milligrams combined with a natural substance called gamma cyclodextrin. This is a very special starch 
that's not absorbed, doesn't add any calories to your diet. You don't absorb the gamma cyclodextrin. It's just a carrier that makes the berberine more effective because it's absorbed more effectively when it's complex to the gamma cyclodextrin. So berberine with gamma cyclodextrin formulation showed double the effects versus standard berberine in a cell study effective on cancer, on cancer cells. Well, we heard so much in the last few years about vitamin D. D like in dog. Vitamin D. About the immune system. About making us healthier. But now, there's studies out there that shows that it fights off dementia, Alzheimer's disease. So here are some new study results. You can now preserve your mental function and live longer with vitamin D. A group of researchers, both in England and Canada, recruited over, recruited over 12,000 people for a 10-year study. Average age of the participants was 71. And all had normal mental function at the start of the study. The results, after 10 years, the participants who had any supplement vitamin D had better outcome than those with no vitamin D supplementation. For, t- for participants with no supplemental vitamin D, 26% went on to develop dementia versus only 14% of the participants who had some levels of vitamin D supplementation. For those who developed dementia, five-year survival rate was 44% higher for those who took vitamin D versus those who didn't. And the researchers noted that the effects of vitamin D were greatest when supplemental vitamin D was started before any symptoms was noted. That means don't wait until you are struggling with dementia or struggling with Alzheimer's disease. This whole way to increase our health is based on prevention. The best cure of any disease is don't get it. Prevent disease. Prevent illness. Prevent infection. It's always harder to try to correct a condition than to prevent a condition. Don't eat all the garbage and the junk and the sugar, and the carbohydrates. And then think, well, if anything goes wrong, I can take a drug. Or I can take a vitamin. We need to be healthy as early as possible. And for new moms, make sure your infant is healthy while you're carrying the infant and beyond.
How about some natural solution for uh, seasonal allergies? A lot of people today have allergies. More chemicals in our environment. More junk. And less healthy diet. There is a anti-allergy answer. Spring allergy season starts sooner than ever. New data reports that in general, pollen seasons have been started 20 days earlier or 10 days longer and produce 21% more pollen than in 1990. So how do we stop allergies naturally? There is a compound found in a variety of natural products called quercetin, Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N, quercetin. It's a plant compound able to neutralize histamine. You know, often when you have an allergy, you buy an antihistamine. That means you want to reduce the histamine. Quercetin does that for you. And histamine is produced by the immune system to help protect the body against harmful compounds. But can also be released when the body mistakes something harmless, like dust, dander, or pollen, for something dangerous, allergic reaction, sneezing, coughing, mucus secretion, are triggered by histamine. And quercetin has been shown to inhibit histamine release by up to 97%. There are many side effects to drugs that are used to reduce histamine and reduce allergies. In a clinical trial in adults with seasonal allergy symptoms, four weeks, four weeks treatment with quercetin reduced allergy symptoms, itchy eyes, runny nose, by 30%. So how do you use quercetin? Well, it's ideal for all types of lung, and respiratory problems, asthma, allergies, COPD, infections, and more. It has no side effects. And the drugs that are used as anti-allergy medications have many side effects, like drowsiness, dry eyes and mouth, Blurred vision, rapid heart rate, and low blood pressure. And quercetin has no adverse effects, unlike allergy drugs, which can cause many side effects, which I already mentioned. So take quercetin, and especially 
with a substance that I already mentioned, the gamma cyclodextrin, to boost absorption. Quercetin and berberine are very, very difficult to be absorbed out of the intestinal tract. If it doesn't enter the bloodstream and circulate throughout the body, it cannot nourish the body. It cannot give you the medicinal value. So all these things may work, but you can lower the dosage substantially when they're combined with gamma cyclodextrin that increases the absorption. And usually around 250 milligrams of vitamins and vitamin C with quercetin. Very effective for lowering allergies and histamine. Adverse effects of stress are many. Stress is a killer. Stress strains our heart, our blood pressure, all of our body tissues, and our brain. Stress reduces mental function. Almost 25,000 adults age 45 and older had their health monitored, stress levels reported, and mental function tested every year for 20 years. Results, the participants who reported the highest stress levels had a 37% increased risk of cognitive impairment, loss of memory, could not think, could not focus, could not concentrate. And people reporting high stress levels were also more likely to have high blood pressure and type 2 diabetes. And less physically active and to be overweight or obese. Stress causes a lot of these environmental and lifestyle conditions. Previous research has found that high stress levels can have physical effects on the brain, including loss of nerve cells in the brain, inflammation in the brain, and shrinkage of brain tissue in areas of the brain associated with emotions, memory, and metabolism. Stress is a killer. Do everything you can to reduce stress. There are some great anti-stress herbal compounds that are very effective. You can protect your brain from the effects of stress, like red ginseng. Red ginseng increased brain activity in the areas of the brain associated with mental performance in elderly people with mild cognitive impairment. In 50 healthy adults with high levels of stress, Red ginseng significantly improved focus and attention versus a placebo or white ginseng. Red is superior to all forms of ginseng. Like B vitamins, 
getting the daily recommended intake, the minimum amount needed to prevent deficiency, vitamin B6 reduces the risk of mental decline by 32%. Vitamin B9, folate, reduces the risk of mental decline by 46%. And vitamin B12 reduces the risk of mental decline by 33%. Now the best way to take this combination, take 100 milligrams of red ginseng, hydroponically grown, plus folate, plus B6, and B12. Maybe one or three servings daily of this combination would protect your brain from the damage of stress. Stress leaves damage, causes damage. It wears us out. So how can we protect our brain, our heart, from the effects of stress? Well, this combination of red ginseng and the B vitamins, B6, B9, and vitamin B12, has a significant advantage for preventing damage to the brain and heart. Just a 100 to 300 milligrams of red ginseng plus a folate and B6 and B12 can go a long way to protect your brain and your heart. Well, that, my friends, I'm almost, almost out of time. Time for me to close the program today and be back here tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. But here's your week, your homework. Start doing something constructive about the level of exercise. Start getting rid of the sugar and the carbohydrates and adopt the ketogenic diet or the paleo diet or the Mediterranean diet. And on top of all of those, add two or three tablespoons of olive oil daily. So superior. The extra virgin olive oil with the polyphenols will give you better health overall. So have a wonderful week coming up. I hope you join me again tomorrow. So pray, say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. God bless you, my friends, and God bless this great country. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.